Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break German, Lesson 19. Hallo zusammen und herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich heiße Marc. Mein Name ist Thomas. Und wir sind hier, um unser Deutsch zu verbessern. We're here to improve our German. I'm at least going to be improving my German. Thomas, I think your German is pretty good already as a native speaker. We are continuing on where we left off last time with the topic of transport. Also Marc, bist du bereit? Ja, ich bin bereit. Lass uns anfangen. Los geht's. So just at the end of the last lesson, Thomas, you introduced a rather confusing thing for us because so far we had been learning, can you tell me when the train arrives? Können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Zug ankommt? Können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Zug ankommt? So ankommen is the verb to arrive. To arrive. And then we learned how to say the train arrives at two o'clock and it all seemed to change. Der Zug kommt um 2 Uhr an. Der Zug kommt um 2 Uhr an. Yes. So the ankommen splits up and the an goes to the end and the kommt stays in front of the time. Is that correct? Yeah, it's a no normal sentence, subject, verb and the time, just the an goes to the end of the sentence. Okay, so der Zug kommt um 2 Uhr an or... Der Bus kommt um 8.30 Uhr an. So that would be the bus arrives at 8.30 Uhr. 8.30 Uhr. So the bus arrives at 8.30. Something similar happens with abfahren, to depart. So far we've had, können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Zug abfährt? Der Zug fährt um 3.20 Uhr ab. So the ab comes off the beginning of this verb and goes again to the end. Same thing again. So the train departs at 3.20. Der Zug fährt um 3.20 Uhr ab. Der Zug fährt um 3.20 Uhr ab. Genau. Der Zug fährt um 3.20 Uhr ab. Let's practice this a little bit more. Der Bus kommt um 5.13 Uhr an. So that's ankommen, so it arrives. Der Bus kommt um 5.13 Uhr. 5.13. Exactly. So the bus, the bus arrives at 5.13. Or der Zug fährt um 17.43 Uhr ab. So that's departing. So the train leaves at, let's hear the time again. 17.43 Uhr. 
So that's 1743. Sehr gut. It's really difficult to turn these numbers around. You're saying 43, and I'm going, that's 3 and 40, that's 43. Okay, so 1743. So we're using 24-hour time here, which would presumably be natural when we're talking about train times and so on. Exactly. So let's hear that time again. 17 Uhr 43. So 17.43. Okay, let's try another few of these because it's quite tricky. Okay. Der Bus kommt um 20 Uhr 18 an. So that's the bus arrives at 2018. Good. Okay, one more. Der Zug kommt um 12 Uhr 28 an. So in this situation, the train arrives at 12.28. Good. Okay, maybe a little later in this lesson, you can give me some practice the other way around, because I think that's going to be more, more complicated. I'll think up some really tricky ones for you later, Mark. Don't worry. Okay. So let's come back to the phrase, der Zug kommt um 12 Uhr an. You can also use that construction to ask for when the train arrives. So instead of saying, können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Zug ankommt? You can say, wann kommt der Zug an? Wann kommt der Zug an? Wann kommt der Zug an? And can we do the same with abfahren? Wann fährt der Bus ab? Wann fährt der Bus ab? Wann fährt der Bus ab? So let's just think about these possible questions. We've got two possibilities. Either using können Sie mir bitte sagen, can you tell me, please, and then use the one without the splitting up of the verb. So können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Zug ankommt. Exactly. Or just go straight into the question and ask, wann kommt der Zug an? And split the verb. Okay. And the same with abfahren. Können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Zug abfährt? Ja. Or, wann fährt der Zug ab? Wann fährt der Zug ab? Um wie viel Uhr fährt der Zug ab? Ah, okay, so we can, re we can replace the wann with um wie viel Uhr. So could I ask, for example, um wie viel Uhr fährt der Zug nach Köln ab? Der Zug nach Köln fährt um 13.42 Uhr ab. So was that 13.42? Sehr gut. I think just before we continue on with this, we're going to have a little input from Kirsten, our grammar guru, just to tighten up all that we need to know about this idea of separating the an and the fährt, or the ab and the fährt and the an and the kommt from ankommen and abfahren. Over to you, Kirsten. Well, today I'm going to go over what Thomas had explained about the verbs ankommen and abfahren. You'll recognise part of the verb ankommen already. Kommen was one of the first German verbs we looked at in the course, and you'll remember it means to come. Now, as you'll have noticed with ankommen, something has been added to the start of the verb, the letters A and N. 
If you add something to the beginning of a verb, it's called a verb prefix. We have something similar in English too. For example, you have the infinitive verb to look, but if you add the word up, you get to look up, which could mean to look upwards towards the sky, or indeed it could change the meaning of the verb completely and you could be looking up a word in the dictionary, for example. The same process also happens in German, but instead of adding something after the verb, it comes directly before the infinitive, joining on to form one word. In this case, if you add the prefix an to the verb common, which means to come, you get ankommen, which means to arrive. Then with the verb abfahren, the prefix ab has been added to the verb fahren, which really means to drive, to give us abfahren, to depart, or literally to drive off. These two prefixes, however, are a little bit special. They belong to a group of prefixes called separable prefixes, and adding them on to the infinitive form of a verb creates what we call a separable verb. As you heard in some of Thomas's examples, the prefix and the verb can be separated from each other. The trick is to know where to put the prefix and the rest of the verb once you've separated them. I can almost hear you switching off, but stay with me, it's not all bad. Let's take uncommon and say that the train arrives at 10 o'clock. First of all, we separate the prefix from the verb, which leaves us with an and common. Then we have to conjugate the verb to fit the subject of the sentence, which is the train, der Zug. This requires the third person singular form of the verb, which as you know, ends in T, giving us kommt. And because of the word order rule, we learnt way back in lesson four, we know that the verb has to come in the second position, der Zug kommt. We then follow this with the time, um 10 Uhr, and finally, we add that prefix that we took off the verb to the end of the sentence, and then we have der Zug kommt um 10 Uhr an. The same applies with abfahren, the train leaves at 10 o'clock would then be der Zug fährt um 10 Uhr ab. But Thomas also gave you some examples where the prefix and the verb came together. For example, können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Zug ankommt? That is because of the word order rule which we've mentioned previously. Because of the modal verb können, any other verbs, which in this sentence are sagen and ankommen, have to remain in their infinitive form and are sent to the end. So in this case, the separable verb stays as it is, with its prefix still attached. So you'll see now that what seemed like a rather confusing structure wasn't that bad after all. We've just built upon the structures that we already know. I hope this has helped. Back to Mark and Thomas. Thank you, Kirsten, and hopefully everything makes a little more sense now. We've been talking about separable verbs. Let's separate this part of the lesson where we've introduced them with a little bit of practice, and that is coming up after this break. Wir unterbrechen diese Sendung für eine sehr wichtige Meldung. If you'd like to make faster progress with your German, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Also, worauf wartest du? 
What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your German to the next level, go to coffeebreakgermanplus.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, we've been looking at some tricky stuff so far in this lesson. It's now time to put this into practice, and you're going to translate from English into German. Bring it on. I'm going to ask you a question, and you try to respond. Okay, I'll do my best. Okay, the train to Munich leaves at 15.35. So my question would be, wann fährt der Zug nach München ab? Again, of course, I'm leaving some thinking time for our listeners, during which time I'm thinking... Der Zug nach München fährt um 15.35 Uhr ab. Richtig. Okay, Nummer zwei. The bus from Hamburg arrives at 16.40. Können Sie mir bitte sagen, um wie viel Uhr der Bus von Hamburg ankommt? Der Bus von Hamburg kommt um 16.40 Uhr an. Genau. I can't remember if it was an or up there. Okay, next one. The train for Castle leaves at 2019. Um wie viel Uhr fährt der Zug nach Kassel ab? Der Zug nach Kassel fährt um 20.19 Uhr ab. Richtig. And last one. The bus from Luzern arrives at 16.17. Können Sie mir bitte sagen, wann der Bus von Luzern ankommt? Der Bus von Luzern kommt um 16.17 Uhr an. Ausgezeichnet. Dankeschön. Now, if we have found out when our trains leave or when our trains arrive, we also need to be able to buy tickets. So what's the word for a ticket? You can say das Ticket or an older one would be die Fahrkarte. So das Ticket, which is quite easy. Yeah. And the other one? Die Fahrkarte. Die Fahrkarte. So, das Ticket is neuter and die Fahrkarte is feminine. 
Right. Mark, how would you say, where can I buy a ticket? Okay, so this is reusing previously learned constructions that we did when we were doing the shopping topic. So I could say, wo kann ich ein Ticket kaufen? Or, wo kann ich eine Fahrkarte kaufen? So the, the important thing is that the kaufen goes to the end. So where can I a ticket buy? Wo kann ich ein Ticket kaufen? Oder wo kann ich eine Fahrkarte kaufen? And my reply could be, Sie können eine Fahrkarte an dem Schalter kaufen. An dem Schalter? An dem Schalter. What's the Schalter? The ticket counter. Okay. And so what's that phrase? At the ticket counter? An dem Schalter. An dem Schalter, with an M at the end. An dem Schalter. Because it's der Schalter, masculine. Okay, so I'm guessing that this is dative again? Yes, very good. So an is another word that is going to take dative. In this situation, yes, it does. But I don't want to really complicate things. Sometimes an goes with the accusative. Okay, we'll leave that for another lesson. Just let's think at this stage that an dem Schalter is at the ticket office. So the whole phrase was, you can buy a ticket at the ticket office, at the counter. Sie können eine Fahrkarte an dem Schalter kaufen. Sie können eine Fahrkarte an dem Schalter kaufen. Good. So where else might we buy a ticket? Sie können ein Ticket an der Ticketmaschine kaufen. The ticket machine would be the ticket machine, obviously, but you said an der ticket machine. Because it's die ticket machine, so it changes to der ticket machine in the dative. So that was like when we were talking about places in the town and the locations and using words like zwischen, my favorite word, um, between. We could say, for example, das Museum ist zwischen der Kirche und der Schule. Both words are feminine, so in the nominative, die Schule, die Kirche, but in the dative, der Schule, der Kirche. Okay, so we've got... Sie können eine Fahrkarte an der Ticketmaschine kaufen. So if I want to buy a ticket an dem Schalter, at the, the counter, could I simply say eine Fahrkarte nach München? Bitte. Bitte, of course, I need to be polite. Could I also say, ich möchte eine Fahrkarte nach München? Ja. Or ich möchte eine Fahrkarte nach München kaufen? Ich möchte, ich will... So the modal verbs we learned a couple of lessons ago. And you also might want to specify whether it's a single ticket or a return ticket. Okay, so a single ticket or one-way ticket would be? Einfache Fahrt. Einfache Fahrt. Like a single drive. Okay, so a single ticket. Would I just say eine einfache Fahrt? Nach München. So a single to München. Eine einfache Fahrt nach München. Yeah. Or hin und rückfahrt. So the hin part means towards. So that's when you're going towards München. And then rück. You heard it in zurück, return. Okay, so that's your, your return journey. Hin und rückfahrt. Or you can also say hin und zurück. Hin und zurück. 
In UK English, we talk about a single journey, a, a, a single ticket. In the US, I think that would be referred to as a, a one-way ticket. So that part there is eine einfache Fahrt. Eine einfache Fahrt. And the return ticket or the round trip would be eine Hin- und Rückfahrt. Eine Hin- und Rückfahrt. Okay. Now, if I were wanting a ticket, for example, for for two adults and a child, you would say für zwei Erwachsene und ein Kind. Okay, the child part sounds easy, ein Kind. But what about the adults? Say that word again. Für zwei Erwachsene. Für zwei Erwachsene. Für zwei Erwachsene. So for two adults and one child, für zwei Erwachsene und ein Kind. Und ein Kind. And swapping that around, what would it be if it's for one adult and two children? Für einen Erwachsenen und zwei Kinder. Okay, I think I'm seeing an accusative in there. Für einen Erwachsenen. Yep, that's another accusative. So, ich möchte eine Hin- und Rückfahrt nach München für einen Erwachsenen und zwei Kinder. Absolutely right. So I'm ready for my trip, and I think that's where we'll leave it for this lesson. However, just before we do finish, we've got time to head over to Julia for our cultural correspondence section. And Julia has some interesting information for us today about time, in a manner of speaking. Okay, over to you, Julia. Hi, Mark. Hi, Thomas. Und hallo an alle unsere Coffee Break German Zuhörer. Ich bin's wieder, Julia, eure Kulturreporterin. Well, if we are learning about trains and bus timetables, there is one particularly German idiosyncrasy that we cannot avoid. Die Pünktlichkeit, or punctuality in English. This Pünktlichkeit extends both to public transport and indeed to the German psyche. Let me tell you a bit more about this. Of course, there are a few exceptions, but you can be pretty sure that if your train is due to arrive at 16.32 Uhr, did you get that? Well done, 16.32, then it will arrive at 16.32 Uhr. And if you're running late and you're hoping that your bus due to depart at 9.16 is also running late, then you're probably out of luck. It will depart at 9.16. Oh, and what would that be in German? That's right, 9.16 Uhr. We are lucky to have a very efficient transport system. And if you do ever hear the word Verspätung, that's a delay, on public transport, generally this is likely to mean that the train is perhaps five minutes late. As I said, there are exceptions, and particularly in times of bad weather, things can go wrong. But for the most part, you can rely on the German transport system to maintain high standards of Pünktlichkeit. And it's not just trains and buses. We Germans are very punctual people too. If we have a meeting at 9.30, then we are likely to arrive in time for our meeting to start. I know that in other parts of the world, 9.30 can mean at some point after 9.30. And in some places, 9.30 is when you meet for coffee before the meeting may begin at 10 or even later. But at least in Germany, if your appointment is at 9.30, then you're expected to be there at 9.30. Getting back to transport, there's another concept I'd like to tell you about, which is particularly German, 
Although, again, I know that this idea is becoming popular in other parts of the world too. I'm talking about Mitfahrgelegenheit, or MFG for short. Literally, this means chance to ride along, but that probably doesn't help you work out what it means. MFG is a sort of social travel system. Mm, let's imagine I'm in Berlin and I want to go to Leipzig. There are plenty of public transport options. For example, I can take the train for around 40 euros. However, if I go to mitfahrgelegenheit.de, I can see if anyone else is traveling from Berlin to Leipzig. I enter my location and my destination and I get a list of people who are planning to travel from Berlin to Leipzig in their car at particular times. I contact someone on the list, arrange a pickup time and I agree to pay them their MFG fee, which is likely to be around 10 euros. So they get some help with the fuel cost of getting to Leipzig and I get a cheaper journey and an interesting traveling companion too. It's the ultimate win-win situation. I know what you're thinking. Is it safe? Well, you can contact the person ahead of time. You can speak to them on the phone. If you don't like the sound of them, you can go with someone else. And ultimately, you know ahead of time who you're going to be traveling with. Very often, there are two or three other passengers too. So that helps the conversation and the finances. I've used MFG quite a bit. And I've had some great experiences. This has been a longer cultural report than usual, but there's lots to say on this topic. And as punctually as possible, I'll take you back to the studio with Mark and Thomas. Tschüss! So we're now at the end of lesson 19 in our course. And next time, with lesson 20, we're going to be doing a bit of a test. A bit of a test to find out how much we've learned, including me, over the past 20 lessons or the past 19 lessons. It's going to be translating from German into English as well as English into German. And you get an idea how much progress you made already with Coffee Break German. Excellent. In the meantime, of course, you can go to coffeebreakgerman.com and swat up on your exam review before you sit your test next time. Danke fürs Zuhören. Und bis zum nächsten Mal. Auf Wiedersehen. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs>